it's just like, well, what are you? And it's just like, um, I'm me. What are you? A lot of my friends and even my brothers had like, quote unquote, white names, right? Like, my brothers were Nick and Lucas. My dad, his name's Rick. My mom's name's Leslie. And then I got pinned with Kadeem. Family comes first. That's like what my mom's always ingrained into me. It's like, it's always family. Family's always on your mind. No matter how close you are with others, it's family is family. This last week, my dad told me, hey, Paul, if you want, man, we'll go to Lebanon and we'll find your wife. <laughs> he said that jokingly, but it, he, like, kind of low-key kind of meant it. In my opinion, racism isn't dead. I don't think it'll ever be dead. It's always going to be a thing, right? There's always going to be an asshole out there that's like, I don't like this person for reasons. You know, I also am very aware of my privilege in all of this. Like, there's no woe is me. Um, I just think, you know, people are still like learning the very basics of like, institutional racism and that there is a difference between being white and being black and interacting with the world and the privileges and opportunities that you're given and we're still at that like basic level so talking about mixed race is like i don't know when we're gonna get there raw eggs an original podcast from the center for independent media and arts made possible by the support of the young canada works in both official languages Sometimes when I'm out and about, I like to look at the people that are around me. I try to imagine who this person might be, what they might be like, how they act. But I'm only basing this off of what they look like. Cause you know, I'm I'm curious. People are so interesting. People are so different. There's so many different opinions, so many different approaches to life and, and routines and ways of living to stand in somebody else's shoes experience life through their eyes that's something we're never going to be able to experience we can only experience life through our own eyes hi i'm naomi i'm going to be your host and if you're as curious as i am then i hope you'll embark on this journey with me as i set out to discover all the different colors shades and hues this world has to offer Raw Eggs is an original podcast created for CHUO 89.1 FM. You can subscribe on our website at chuo.fm slash podcasts. It's just like, well, what are you? And it's just like, um, I'm me. What are you? Like, I, I feel mixed race. Like, I feel mixed. I feel like that is an other category that sits somewhere that needs to be more defined. And I've had conversations with my friends, say, you know, someone who's Indian, and I'm like, do you, like, 
do you feel something like is there a feeling that you have that is connected because i don't have any sort of feeling in that way a lot of my friends and even my brothers had like quote unquote white names right like my brothers were nick and lucas my dad his name's rick my mom's name's leslie and then i got pinned with kadeem I didn't have the strong core of who I was in terms of that identity. So it just kind of got swayed depending on how people saw me. And like most people, I would get the, oh, where are you from? Are you from here? Are you from there? And then it's like you are almost defined through someone else's perception of you. Well, the whole idea was, you know, that you come to a country mm-hmm. like Canada to become a Canadian. You didn't want to um, just wave the flag. Yeah, I'm a Hungarian, you know, and everyone <laughs> would say, so what? <laughs> you know, yeah. you're a Canadian now. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how most Hungarians felt. Everybody I knew. They came here to become Canadian. That's funny looking. <laughs> That's weird. Why do you look like that? You know, I had a bit more facial hair than my comrades, and I guess that's because of my background. <laughs> it just grew uh, faster, and you know, people used to make fun of my mustache. Even in elementary school, actually, I had a little stash going on for X reason. And uh, yeah, I mean, people used to make fun of me for that. You know, I, I've been called a terrorist, you know, I've been called a bunch of stuff. And you know, when I was young too, like my nickname, one of my nicknames in high school was Pocahontas. Like people just, you know, I'm not indigenous at all, but it was like they saw that and they saw me and that was somehow related. And there's just like a real ignorance around identity in a way. Making friends was a little tough whenever um, I would like change schools or something like that for whatever reason having like a weird name, a weird foreign name is like a, it's like a usually deal breaker for kids on the playground, you know. Don't want to let you play Foursquare with them if uh, your name has two E's in it. Starting to get treated differently in school because I was like different. So I would like get made fun of whatever. Um, when I was in school, so that's when I really like clued in. It was like, oh, it's not just that I'm different, it's like people literally like, they will treat me differently as well. When I was like in elementary school, a lot of kids would just like pull back their eyes or like try to like, so they could like look Chinese or like try to like pretend to speak like Chinese to me, whatever. I hope, I wish that people learn to 
see past the differences and look more at what's common. I hope that we learn how to interact with each other better or try to understand each other more because through understanding each other you can start seeing the beauty in humanity. Uh, well, I, I would say if, uh, uh, for me, my mom was my hero. Yeah, she, she was very strong-willed, very tough, <laughs> <You know? laughs> didn't forgive easily if, <laughs> if you uh, went off the rails or she felt that you, uh, you did her some, something to her or in some way were nice to her. It took her a while to uh, you know, give forgiveness. Mm -hmm. But she was extremely generous, very hardworking, um, total, totally devoted to family. Um, for my mom, family was everything, the most important thing in the world. So she would do anything to promote the family. You know, after she came, uh, after we came to Canada, she would always uh, collect things that she could send back to uh, my grandmother in packages so she would send these big bundles every month every two months which include everything from razor blades to little transistor radios to whatever things that they could actually barter or sell mm -hmm. for things that they needed so yeah my uh, my mom was uh, a unique person my well we i think she's my aunt but uh tia judy I've only ever met her twice in my life, and she was like a super, super special person to me. And she is, I think, completely Mexican. And um, the last time she came to visit us, she brought me this box uh, from Mexico and a necklace. And the box like has this really nice lime smell to it, and it's like really important to me, mainly because of her, but also it's kind of like a a taste of relative term um, of Mexico, I guess. So it like means a lot to me. As much as we're blessed to be living in a time with so much information available to us, it can be a double-edged sword sometimes because it's hard to know what's true and what isn't. But the truth is that nothing's black and white. There's so many beautiful colors, shades, and hues. And the only thing that we should be afraid of is miseducation. Because without the right amount of understanding, we start to create prejudice and, and fear and anger. This is Raw Eggs, where we set out to find the perspectives of other multicultural Canadians. And I'd like to thank all who participated in this episode. Kadeem Pancham, an Ottawa-based musician. Listening to music and like discovering new bands and, you know, different styles of music that were sort of like weird and different 
in high school, I listened to like a, a lot of different bands, like Daft Punk and hardcore stuff, like A Day to Remember and stuff like that. I just right. like everything, just to sort of like try to listen to things that and do things that like not everyone else was doing. Antoine Kausawan, a Cambridge-based rapper and artist. I had one time when I was working where like people were making like Chinese jokes and Asian jokes, and I kind of looked at them. I'm like, "Yo, that's not cool."、Mm-hmm. And their response was, "Oh, well, well, you don't, you don't look white." And I, all I did, was, I literally gave them daggers, gave them daggers within my eyes, and just silence. Julia Wolford, a high school student in Cambridge. So in grade ten, we did this.、Um, Uh, hospitality and tourism, and we would cook a lot in that class. And we were doing this like cook-off thing for teams, and somebody wanted me on their team because I was Mexican, so obviously I cook well. Our group did win, actually. So, I mean, we did well. <laughs> Paul Ibrahim, an optician in Hull. I would run my mouth back for sure. <laughs> no questions asked. I mean, you know, I used to be a big gamer, so talking shit is one of my、uh, my qualities. Danielle Griefson. And when I was younger, my mom got me to do like these Mandarin classes,、um, but that didn't really stick because like they're on Saturdays, and like I'm going back to school on Saturday. Attila or Tony Santo, owner of Luxcom Technology Inc., based in Ottawa. I think I always expect people to be honest with me, and I am honest with them.、Um, I try very hard to make sure that I treat everyone fairly. In my company, it's, it's true. At, at least, but you'd have to check with the employees <laughs> to see if they hold the, if they have the same opinion. But I, I think that's true. And a special thank you to Lisa Rida, a Toronto-based documentary filmmaker. I do feel really blessed that I can. I'm a bit of a chameleon and can fit in,、mm-hmm. and that that's for better or worse too, right? Because I find like. Then you can be embraced into communities where people say racist stuff, and they think that that's okay, and they, you're just kind of like blending in, and you're like.、Oh. This podcast was made possible by funding provided through the Young Canada Works in Both Official Languages program. I hope you'll join me next episode when we'll be exploring the upbringings of family members within a biracial household in Canada. Goodbye and good night. <laughs>